Yes, we lost 5-3. to three. Yes, it was a terrible game. But hear me out for a second because this game has me in shambles right now. I'm just a little bit confused. So hopefully this episode can help me clear my mind and just see what direction the New Jersey Devils are trying to go in. So buckle up because it's going to be a wild journey in this episode. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 9.46 p.m. Eastern Time, January the 26th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And moments ago, the New Jersey Devils just uh, suffered their second regulation loss to the Philadelphia Flyers by a score of 5-3. to three. So guys, I-, I don't know what to make of this loss. It was just a... Oh, man. Uh, It's not their worst game ever, so I'm not going to say that. But certainly, it was far from their best game. So I'm just going to say that I was kind of in the middle, and here's why. Because, yes, they went down early, and yes, the penalty kill killed them once again. But at the same time, they did fight back even to the final minute or so. So I'll give them that, and we'll uh, do a deeper analysis of that in a bit. But first, let's look at the standings like we do every episode. So the Washington Capitals still sit at top of the East Division. They are 4-0-3. and uh, The Flyers improved to 4-2-1. and The Pittsburgh Penguins are right below the Flyers at 4-2-0. and uh, the Boston Bruins are 3-1-1. One, and one. The New Jersey Devils now fall to 3-2-1. And, and right below us are the Sabres, Islanders, and Rangers. The Sabres are 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. Islanders are 3-3-0. Three, three, and zero. And the Rangers are 1-4-1. One, one. So uh, if you guys remember a few episodes ago, I, I believe like a month or two ago, I, I said this would be the final uh, regular season standings after this season. So I, I said the Devils would finish in fifth and they could finish above the Sabres, Islanders, and Rangers. Uh, but the teams that they couldn't finish above are like the Capitals, Flyers, Penguins, and Bruins. So uh, you know what? If, if you guys need proof, just check out that episode. So anyway, that that's not going to last too long. So anyway, what happened for the New Jersey Devils? Devils tonight. Well, oh man, where do I start? Well, I guess let's start with the good for the New Jersey Devils. So I would say in period number one, the Devils looked a little more aggressive as always they do. So it's a common trend for the New Jersey Devils at this point. They start the game off aggressive, fast paced flowing. They start off with taking all the shots, playing excellent defense. And you know, it looked like they were smothering the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. And it looked like the Devils would score the first goal of the game, but obviously that didn't happen, and yeah, they they got a little unlucky throughout the game, we'll talk about more of that uh, later in the episode, but uh, the the shots on goal in period number one were dead even, Philadelphia 9 and the New Jersey Devils 9, so uh, the Devils got all the shots uh, at first, but then as always, they let the Flyers just uh, get more shots, and then less than a minute into the game, the Philadelphia Flyers actually had to go into the penalty kill because Giroud uh, was called for a hooking penalty, so the Devils were given their first 
first power play opportunity of the game. So uh, I was looking to see what they would be doing because obviously they looked way better in game two versus the Islanders on Sunday. So I was hoping that would carry over. And it did. I, I have to give them credit because it looked like that the New Jersey Devils were more aggressive on their power play. It looked like that they did have the extra man because one of my critiques I've been giving the New Jersey Devils in past episodes is that, um, you know, when they go into the power play, it, you just don't realize that they have the extra man because they just play so passively. Uh, they're, they're, they don't look aggressive and they're just not getting the shots on. And, you know, uh, against Elliott, it looked like they were putting pressure on him against the Flyers' defense. Unfortunately, the Flyers, um, you know, they're, they're not good in the penalty kill, as Rachel and Danielle of Locked On Flyers told me uh, in yesterday's crossover episode. So it, the Devils were just looking to take advantage of that and exploit that. So it was supposed to be a battle between two bad penalty-killing uh, teams. But unfortunately, that was the only power play opportunity for the Devils the entire night. And it goes into one of my critiques. You have to find ways to draw more penalties because it gives you more opportunities to possibly score. So uh, throughout the game, the Devils had opportunities to score, don't get me wrong, but they could have given themselves even more opportunities if they would have uh, tried to get into the power play even more. Now, I'm pretty sure that there were some missed calls. So like uh, late in the third period, I saw that uh, the referees missed a holding penalty against the Flyers. I, I forget uh, who the player was, but I was just like, come on, call a holding call. Come on, come on, that's a holding. But uh, uh, unfortunately, the referees missed it, and that's going to happen sometimes. So you have to find ways to just get the referee's attention and say, hey, this is happening, and this cannot continue to happen. So uh, speaking of power plays, the Flyers are actually pretty good in the power play, and they were two for five in tonight's matchup against the Devils. And uh, the Devils, uh, there's three guarantees in life, death, taxes, and the Devils being horrendous in a penalty kill. Something has got to change. I am saying this almost every single episode. I'm tired of saying it. I know you guys are tired of listening to it, but I don't know what the Devils need to do to improve on the penalty kill because I know it's still early, but listen, I've been talking to people and I'm not crazy. People think that the Devils can legit make the playoffs because think about it. It's a shortened season. You're playing the same few teams every time so you can treat it like a series. It makes scouting a little easier because you could put all your eggs in one basket and you could just focus on those specific teams. So uh, the same goes for the Devils though. So the Devils, uh, they're just being scouted just as well as they are trying to scout the other teams if, if that makes sense. So uh, for New Jersey, if you really want to make the playoffs and possibly, you know, uh, shock the entire East Division, these are the kind of games that you got to win. And unfortunately, you took yourselves out the game when you keep giving up power play goals. So uh, if you're the Devils and if you miss the playoffs by just like a game or two and you are in the middle of the pack, you're going to regret these games because it's just like we could have won this game if we would have tightened it up just a little bit. So uh, there were a few players that were absolutely awful in the game today and we need to talk about that in a second but first i think it's time for the first live read this morning i think this one involves chain stores maybe chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. 
Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know, I, I already said best of all, but this is the even better. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com So before we talk about some of the bad, I want to acknowledge three players from tonight's game. So the first is Andreas Janssen because Janssen was able to get his first point of the year and he could have gotten his first goal as well, but he's going to have to settle for just an assist. His plus minus was two. So Janssen was obviously uh, taking most of the opportunities that was given to him because as you guys know, I mentioned in yesterday's episode, uh, he was brought down in terms of line shifting. So uh, yeah, Janssen made the most of it, and he's right now on his way to maybe improving. So Janssen looked pretty good this game, so hopefully that momentum could go into Thursday's rematch against the uh, Flyers. So I'm just hoping that Janssen can keep this consistency going because, like I said, I would love to have 2018-2019 Janssen on the team because that can go a long way for this New Jersey Devils team. So uh, if they want any shot of making some noise in the East, Janssen is certainly an X-factor for this Devils uh, team. So my advice for Janssen is just take advantage of this opportunity. I know it sucks to be demoted, but at the same time, you know, if you have a line that's not so good, it gives you an opportunity to shine. So uh, if he continues to do this, obviously Janssen didn't have a good first period uh, and, you know, people were starting to, you know, become a little more frustrated with his style of play, but he really shut them up, including myself, quickly in periods two and three because, like I said, he was able to get his first points of the year and it looks like that the Devils are just saying, like, okay, you have to shine on this line so that way you can work your way back up and get accustomed to our organization, get accustomed to our play style. And you know what? Sometimes it takes longer uh, for some players. And maybe Janssen is just uh, you know a late bloomer when it comes to this because uh, this is the first time he's playing on a different team that's not the Toronto Maple Leafs in his NHL career. So you know he's still trying to get accustomed to that. So uh, yeah, Janssen gets a shout out and Janssen did excellent. So I'm excited to see what he could do in the future. And let's Let's talk about someone else, McLeod. Okay, after 30-something games of playing in the NHL, McLeod was able to get his first NHL career goal, and it was so exciting to watch, and everyone in the Devils organization was just so happy to see that because, as I just stated, McLeod's been in the NHL for, you know, a decent amount of time, and the fact that he was able to just get his first career goal, because if you remember in last season, uh, he originally thought he got the goal, but he had to learn at the intermission that they had to wave it off. So Michael McLeod, special shout out to you. Uh, you're 22 years old, so just build on that. He was the 12th overall pick back in 2016, so obviously he still has a lot to prove, but the fact that he got his first goal, he can finally take that sigh of relief. So Michael McLeod, obviously, uh, he stole the show for the New Jersey Devils, and I think that's one of the main positive takeaways for this matchup against the Flyers. It's just that, you know what, it was a special day for Michael McLeod. So, you know, let's uh, let's not diminish his uh, achievement despite our ugly loss. 
cost. So uh, let's continue. Now let's combine those two together. So someone got their first points of the year, but it was their first NHL career points, and that is Yanni Kwokinen. So obviously this falls under the radar, but Kwokinen was able to get an assist and get his first points ever in the NHL. So on Travis Zajac's goal in the second period at 317, uh, Janssen was the primary assister, but uh, Kwokinen was able to help Janssen out with it. So uh, both of them were credited with an assist. So that's uh, really exciting to see. So uh, that was a double uh, whammy, if you want to call it, I guess. But Janssen uh, was able to get his first points of the year, and Kwokinen was able to get his first points ever in his NHL career. So congratulations to McLeod, Janssen, and Kwokinen for just trying to make an impact for this game. But overall, let's talk about what went wrong for the New Jersey Devils. So obviously, in period number one uh the devils had to go on to the penalty kill and like i said earlier in the episode three guarantees in life death taxes and the new jersey devils doing terrible in the penalty kill so they let up a penalty kill goal and it was one nothing flyers going into period number two and then uh once again the flyers go into the power play opportunity and they get another power play goal and it was two nothing and i was just really frustrated at this point i'm just like can we please do well on one damn penalty kill i'm getting frustrated with this we cannot be allowing these penalty kills i don't want to rant i do not want to rant i'm in no mood to play but at the same time the devils just need to tighten it up just a bit because this is what's coming back to bite them so obviously in period number two the devils actually did come back and they actually ended up tying the game before the start of period number three so thanks to McLeod and Zajac the devils had it tied 2-2 and it looked like the devils had all the momentum so going into period number three they kind of did a deja vu of what they did in period number one in which they came out aggressive and it looked like the devils were going to try to get that game winning goal and possibly come out with the win but they just let it slip away so first and foremost I need to talk about Wedgwood so you guys know that I'm impressed with how Wedgwood has been performing the last couple games against the Islanders because unfortunately Mackenzie Blackwood is still in COVID protocol and it doesn't look like he's returning for Thursday's game I could be wrong and I really hope that I'm wrong but Wedgwood cannot be our go-to guy for how many straight games now like three now so this is uh concerning because Wedgwood just made a uh I know he's not a rookie but he made a rookie mistake so he tried to dive for the puck and uh people thought that he got tangled up with PK Subban and they were blaming Subban for getting in Wedgwood's way but the one thing I have to say is that if, if you didn't watch the game so uh Wedgwood was trying to die for the puck he didn't see it and uh it, it left the net wide open for like 10 seconds and the Flyers were able to just get the puck in as if it was an empty netter with ease and I was just like you have got to be kidding me that's a rookie mistake right there so I, listen, I know people are blaming P.K. Subban for getting in his way or whatever the case might be, but uh, if you look at the replay, Subban was trying to die for the puck, and Wedgwood was trying to die for the puck, and Wedgwood, in that case, you have to trust your defense. Let P.K. Subban, let Ryan Murray, let Severson, let Smith, wh let ever who your defensemen are, let them die for the puck. You do not die for the puck unless you 100% know you can get it. That's the one thing I say to goalies. Listen, I'm going to be fair. I have never been a goalie in my life, but I have written about hockey. I've announced hockey. I've been around hockey long enough to know that uh, if you die for the puck and you can't see it and you miss it or whatever the case might be, you leave yourself really, really, really vulnerable. So uh, as for Wedgwood, I'm just like, come on, man. Listen, I've been defending you and all. He did a pretty decent job in tonight's uh, matchup. I'll, I'll give him that. Uh, obviously, I, I, I don't try to blame the goalies, uh, you know, if 
the Devils have to go into the penalty kill because obviously I always say extra man, extra goal. That's why I told Danielle and Rachel in yesterday's crossover in which the Flyers could exploit and boy did they exploit that penalty kill. So it was just a combination of Wedgwood not really doing uh, the best job that he could have and it was a combination of the defense not backing him up either. So in this case, I'm not blaming either side. Either side doesn't really get uh, more blame than the other. I'm going to say it's a collective loss between the goalie and the defense for the New Jersey Devils. And that's just uh, that's just my opinion. That's what I saw. So Wedgwood let the game go to 3-2. And obviously, you know, he put his hand into his, like, face. And he was just like, oh, what did I just do? Obviously, you got to shake it off. But, uh, the, oh, man, that, that was just hard to see. That was just hard to watch. And then let's talk about Ty Smith for a second. So uh, before we talk bad about Ty Smith, I do want to talk good. So unfortunately, Ty Smith's uh, uh, streak of points came to an end tonight so his point streak in his first few NHL games will have to stand at five so uh, interesting fact for you guys. So amongst rookie defensemen with the longest point streak in NHL history, you know who uh, currently sits atop. It's a former New Jersey Devils player. Now, he didn't do it while he was playing with the New Jersey Devils, obviously. It was Merrick Zilicki at six. So unfortunately, Ty Smith is not able to tie him or even pass him for that great honor. But uh, hats off to Ty Smith. You know, I, I said in yesterday's episode that uh, if all goes well for the New Jersey Devils and Ty Smith continues to do what he does, then he has a serious case to maybe uh, put his name into the consideration for the Calder Memorial Trophy? Maybe? I don't know. But uh, anyway, I, I'm willing to bet that it could happen. But, uh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys need a place to place your bets, okay? So let me tell you about betonline.ag. Alrighty, now, are we ready for some more hockey? Are you enjoying the season so far? Because the season is in full swing. And as always, there's some big matchups to look forward to. The NFL regular season is over. And also, the playoffs are pretty much done. It just comes down to two two teams, the Chiefs and the Bucks, and it's becoming clear who might become the next Super Bowl champion, or I hope it's remaining clear. That's for you guys to decide, so there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. Go to betonline.ag, sign up for today for a free account at betonline.ag, and use that promo code LOCKEDON for 50% welcome bonus. NFL games of the week are usually talked about, college football top games, current headlines in sports, that's what they'll usually talk about. It, they can always flip it around, NBA, NHL, MLB. MLB, whatever the case might be. So don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. And also check out the social media page. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and use that promo code locked on for your sign up bonus. Hashtag bet online. Get with it and get in the action, everybody. Let me tell you something about Bill. Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even more delicious. 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Oh my gosh, this is delicious. I've already had a few when I go out to the gym and they are super healthy too. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Uh, 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack. That is not true. As I stated, Built Bars are healthy. 
Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go. I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now okay so we talked about Wedgwood's quote-unquote rookie mistake but you know Ty Smith is actually a rookie so I can actually say rookie mistake without the air quotations so Ty Smith made an error that kind of costed the Devils of any chance of making a comeback because they were already down three to two and you know the clock was winding down for them so Ty Smith had possession of the puck in front of Wedgwood and he got a little too fancy and it costed the Devils to turn the puck over and the Flyers were able to just uh score with ease past Wedgwood and so Ty Smith in this game uh, was not good okay I was telling Rachel and Danielle yesterday of Locked On Flyers that um, I expected Ty Smith to actually you know be making strides forward but you know what I'm not too concerned with it because you know he's still a rookie he's still young and everyone is prone to have a bad game here and there but I I just wanted to say Ty Smith not a good game because he's our best defender right now in terms of just making things happen and unfortunately our defense has still done nothing because uh pk suban ryan murray uh all zero 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 so and that's our top defensive line for right now so uh yeah it's a little concerning right now that our defense can't even uh help our young guys get assists because i've stated that if pk suban wants any chance of just uh, making a comeback and you know putting his name back on the map then he needs to be creating opportunities for our young guys you know just to keep running and gunning because last year he was actually good at rebounding the puck but uh, unfortunately I don't think PK Subban is off to the right start doesn't mean that he's completely out of the running but you know he's not helping his case so uh, for the New Jersey Devils, uh, you know, they, then they were down 4-2, to two, and then uh, towards the uh, end of period number three, they pulled Wedgwood, and then the Flyers got the empty netter goal. They were down 5-2, to two, and then uh, Zaka, at that point, just to save face, was able to give the New Jersey Devils another goal with the assist from uh, Merkley and Kulikov. So, uh, Merkley was actually brought up, I mentioned this in yesterday's episode, from the taxi squad in exchange for Bovquist. So Bovquist was sent down and Merkley already got an assist. So you know what? Uh, that strides forward right there. But like I said, that goal was pretty much the safe face. So the New Jersey Devils ended up losing 5-3 to three after that one. So uh, yeah, it was nice to see that the Devils got the final goal of the game. But still, it didn't really help them because like I said, it was just uh, it, at that point, it was just like, oh, whatever. We're still down by two goals with a minute left. And if we pull the goalie, it won't really help us at all. So, uh, anyway, uh, I was really conflicted with this game. So, uh, I'm going to rate this game right here. And it's going to be a little difficult, I have to be honest, because it's like the Devils had a chance to win it. Similar to, um, no, not similar to uh, the Islanders game from uh, from a few days ago. Uh, I, that, that, that's, uh, that's completely wrong. Because the Devils actually, this time, put themselves in a position to win. But, unfortunately, it just didn't go right for them. So... Uh, obviously the penalty kill killed them once again in periods one and two. So they went down two to nothing, uh, pretty early, but then in period number two, they were able to get the final goals of that period to tie it. Looked like they were going to get the momentum, but with errors from Wedgwood and Smith, that kind of hurt their chances. And, uh, interesting fact for you guys. So, uh, the Devils realistically could have scored more goals in this game. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you saw this, but Sharon Govich had a, a puck go off the left post. Janssen had a, 
uh, puck that went off the crossbar. As I mentioned earlier, that Janssen could have gotten his first goal for the New Jersey Devils. And then Severson had a puck that go- went off the right post. It seems like the puck did not want to go into the swine for the New Jersey Devils. And they just essentially were playing like crossbar. So, uh, they, you know, they, they got it from two posts and then the crossbar. It was just like, I don't know. I don't know what that game is called, but it, it didn't help the New Jersey Devils at all. So, you know, those suck. And obviously they could have scored more goals, but you know, it is what it is. So I'm a little conflicted. So when they had the game tied two to two, and I thought that they were going to win and get the final goal in period number three with all their aggressiveness, I was actually going to rate it with, you know, like a B maybe, but then, you know, uh, that Wedgwood error said, okay, C, and then that Ty Smith error was like D, but then I was like, you know, let's think about this. Uh, they could have had more opportunities. They did come out aggressive in periods one and uh, three because at one point at the 15-minute mark in period number two, the Flyers uh, got the last 14 of 17 shots on goal. So that's another issue that the New Jersey Devils have. They need to uh, improve when it comes to just keeping that aggression consistent throughout so this game, I don't want to give it a D, so I'm going to give it a C minus, okay? Because like I said, the Devils had opportunities to win it. They put themselves in a position to win it. It just didn't go their way. Uh, they have a lot of work to do, but you know what? I think a C minus is fair because it wasn't the worst game in the world, but at the same time, it was far from their best. So, uh, you know, they they their record is now 3-2-1. and one. Uh, So like 3-2-1, like a countdown kind of thing. So uh, yeah, the Devils have a lot of work to improve on, but uh, I, I think the Flyers can still let up a lot more goals in their rematch on Thursday. So, Danielle and Rachel, look out for that. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'd say that it wasn't their best game. But you know what? Uh, it happens. It, you're prone to games like this. I just hope it doesn't come back to bite the devils in the behind. But anyway, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. So, thanks for listening. Go Devils. And let's hope for redemption once again on Thursday in a rematch with the Flyers.